Welcome to Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And uh, today we'll be talking about the myths and stereotypes of Germany and its people and either confirm or deny, you know, what we hear. Based off of our years of experience. Oh, yes. Let's jump right in. Let's do it. Hey guys, this is a, um, a little extra insert that we're putting into episode 7 right now. We recorded episode 7 um, a week ago, and today is now Wednesday, March uh, 18th. Right. And we, uh, we felt like we had to just address, you know, the current situation that's going on right now in in Berlin, but also in across, in across the whole world. Yeah, I mean, a lot has changed. As you know, um, with, the, with the coronavirus, things change rapidly from day to day, so we thought we should... Uh, just mention, you know, what's what's happened since um, the last episode we released. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, especially in Europe, things are very much going on or towards uh, lockdown. You know, schools are closed, bars are closed. Um, uh, life as we know it is changing uh, really rapidly. You know, and it's a it's a a road none of us have gone down before. So it's. Um, uh, annoying and stressful all at the same time. Yeah, we we we. I don't know. We just hope that everyone, you know, everyone's staying at home, everyone's staying healthy, everyone's hopefully trying to stay positive. I know we're staying positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we are definitely going to keep recording. Um, you know, and if if at some point there is a full lockdown and we can't leave our homes, we ha- we are in the midst of working out a solution so we can. Well, we will, we will still record even when we're separate, and we're going to bring you great audio, um, and hopefully it'll sound uh, almost as good as uh, as it does when we are recording in the same room. So um, hopefully, yeah, yeah. And without further ado, let's let's get episode seven started, and we'll start recording episode eight right now. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back. This is episode seven. Episode seven, baby. Here we go. I'm excited. How you doing? I'm good. How was actually? What? How was your weekend? What'd you get up to? My weekend. Yeah. What did I do this weekend? My, my weekend was good. I went to um, a f- city in Western Germany called Kassel. Oh yeah, yeah. Hung nice. out with some friends over there. It's a good time. And what's Kassel like? I've never been. Kassel is a smaller. It's a smaller city. Uh, it's a student city. There's a big university there. Beautiful campus. Nice. Um, yeah, he had some really cool. Uh, food it wasn't Ethiopian I can't remember what it was but some really good food hmm. there yeah small little nice. restaurant yeah what, what's oh. your what's your friend doing in uh, Castle oh uh, they both live there both I have two friends who live there mm. uh, where are they from Castle and the other one oh, oh not Castle oh German okay they're German they're both German yeah okay yeah. friends through your girlfriend or yeah. your yeah, yeah. friends yeah okay yeah and I also uh, I bought some new some new jeans. Ooh. Pretty exciting stuff. Nice. Oh, these are the one you got online? Oh yeah, baby. Oh. I got myself some. I yeah, splurged. He showed me these jeans. That was that was a uh like a tailored fit. Look at look, it I was mean, the best fit of I'm any gonna stand pants. up right now. Look at my bum. Yeah. Look at this. Look at that bum. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, and that that was ordered online. Online. Like, completely unbespoke pair of jeans and they fit you like they were made for you. Levi's, man. Yeah. This is not an advertisement for Levi's. I'm just super pumped. Although if Levi's wants to send some money our way, we're not going to. I'll take some money from Levi's. But yeah. I'm, I'm super pumped these jeans. So, yeah, big things are happening. I got some new plants as well. Oh, so, um, nice. feeling cozy in here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's always really cozy in your apartment. Yeah. How was your weekend? Yeah. Uh, really uh, chill in a good way. You know, uh, Saturday uh, baked some. Double chocolate chip cookies. Oh wow! With my girlfriend, and they were freaking 
like uh, I got the recipe. If you if you go to Subway sandwiches, the best thing they have is not the sandwiches. No, it the is sandwich their cookies. Their cookies are freaking amazing, and they have this you know like black double chocolate chip cookies that are freaking awesome. And I found somebody online like took weeks and decoded the recipe until they were able to create a cookie that tastes exactly like the Subway cookies, right? Wow. And uh, so I I use that recipe, and it, they came out they come out really good. Um, did that, and and as you know, my girlfriend bought me a, a record player for my birthday. Oh yeah. And so well, there's this record store, uh, maybe 200 meters from our house, and so now we're like getting obsessed with going there and just buying like three or four records at a time because like nice. there's just so much good stuff and just like popping it on and just chilling. You know? It's a fun thing to collect. Yeah, yeah. I got a few records. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, so got some records, and then on uh, Sunday, I helped her uh, carry home a, a schminktisch, which is like a makeup table. You know? Oh yeah. Okay. Got it off uh, eBay Kleinanzeigen, which if you're from the states, basically it's like the Craigslist of. Uh, of Germany yeah. and got a really great price. Uh, the only problem was uh, schlepping at home. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean in Berlin usually you don't have a car, so it's a lot of schlepping. But anyways, good weekend. Yeah. Um, you know what we should do actually is uh, say hi to our international viewers, Alex. Yeah, true. Um, Listeners, sorry. So going through our little our little stats that we have here, um, we looked at our viewership and who's listening and from where. And the top one is obviously Germany, followed by the United States. Mm-hmm. Then we have Canada, some Ireland, Poland, Russia. Shout out to Russia. I saw some people in Vietnam, Vietnam Australia, Thailand, listening. Argentina. Oh, Argentina. Yeah. South America. Hello. That's pretty cool. Denmark, Portugal, New Zealand, Australia. Shout out to Oceania over there. Wow. Spain, Finland. That's bizarre. So thanks, guys. That's pretty cool. I mean, you're not in... Um, America or in Germany. Hopefully, you're drinking whiskey. That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if if you're listening because maybe you're thinking about coming to Germany or you just like uh, drinking whiskey, uh, hearing about Germany. Yeah. Also, a, a sad shout out to Jeff's mom. Oh yeah, yeah we we did, we did a poll um, for what episode we should have next, whether myths or being away from family, and everyone voted for myths, and we had one vote. For being mm. away from family, and that was from Jeff's mom. So we mom. we apologize. Sorry, mom, but th- th- that will definitely be an episode at some It'll point. It'll be an episode. Um, so don't not, worry, not a problem. Mama Jeff, it's gonna happen. Exactly. Yeah. And off the record, uh, is the heater on? Because I'm here. No, it's on. not. Okay. Um, so whiskey, Jeff. Ooh, what do we have today? Today we have a nice monkey shoulder. Monkey shoulder. Monkey shoulder. Monkey shoulder. Ooh. I love this name. Is this a, a Scottish whiskey? It is a scotch. Again, surprise, we're doing another scotch. But after my light on, I can't see it so dark in here. It is... Tell bat- us about Ooh, it. It's cool. It's batch 27. Ooh. Smooth. The and best a- batch I've heard. 27 is a good number. Ooh, or is it? I don't know. For all the people that died at 27 in the rock and roll club, that's a bad number for them. That's true. Or is it good because it kind of sends them into uh, infamy? No, they died. That sucks. Yeah, but they're still remembered. Yeah, so. stop. Mm, okay. uh, it's smooth and rich. <laughs> it's a blended malt Scott whiskey. And it was brewed. Oh, my God. It's so small. In Scotland. Well. By Grant and Sons. I think I, pretty <laughs> obvious. Right Being a Scotch, I assumed it was made in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. By William Grant and Sons, family owns since 1887. Mm. And it has a very um, a yellow hue. Yeah. 
almost like a, I don't know, like a grapefruit juice or something. At least when you were putting the light through there. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. Also, the problem is my my apartment has also a very brown, yellow hue generally, and we have candles that we're but fancy. It definitely up in is here. more on the yellow side rather than an orange or a brown. Yeah, it's for a, sure. It's definitely lighter looking. Um, let's crack let's it open. See. There's no cork today, but uh, so there won't be any satisfying sounds. But uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to this. I'll try to get a satisfying click. Shh, shh. Ooh, that was not bad. How'd that sound? Hey, do, do you know anything about monkey shoulder? I've I know nothing. I know that I've had it in my bookshelf for a while. And I'm not sure why. We're drinking another small bottle today. Um, yeah. Cheers. So that's why clicked. But hey, cheers. Let's go. See what we got. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. That's okay. Thanks, Shelf Whiskey. I, I, I remember who, whoever <laughs> gave this to me. I can't remember when, but thank you. That's quite good. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Not too smoky. That's, pro- that's the problem I always have with certain scotches is that just smokiness is just too much. But this yeah. is just right. I agree. Ooh, that's a nice long, long warming drawl down my throat. I like when we talk about the whiskeys. I'm like, that's good. And you have this very nice, beautiful description on it. I'm trying to, I'm, you know, because they, they can't see what's happening. So I'm trying to, you know, be as detailed as possible yeah. to, to invite them in. It's good. <laughs> it's liquid. It's wet. Tastes good in my mouth. It's wet. Actually, my daddy used to always say that. Every time when I was a kid and I was like, I'm going to go take a shower. He'd just say, don't get wet. Oh, my God. My dad said the same thing. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Dads. They're probably... The, Wait, how old is your dad? He's getting there. He's uh, six, mid sixties. Same with mine. Yeah. Okay, well that that's why they, that must be a thing from their their uh, when they where they grow up. Maybe they know each other. That's a, that's a joke from like nineteen seventy one. That was really big <laughs> in high school, and they're still using it. Love it. Mm. And, and anyways, Jeff. To be fair, it, it got my attention every time he said it. He yeah. Said, Don't get wet. And then, especially when I was when I was like eight, because then I would start going to the. But how can I not get... W- and then, you know, like halfway through, I'd realize he was fucking with me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, jump. My, my dad used to tell me, like, instead of if you snooze, you lose. He would say, if you snooze, you're sleeping. That is also true. Factual, right. dad. A lot of factual jokes going on. Yeah. yeah. But even though they're not funny, they kind of get you to laugh with how stupid they are. But the which- jokes are actually more factual than our podcast is, so... Well, hey, that, <laughs> that's not true. Like, I mean, we had a friend of ours uh, comment on the, uh, I think it was episode five, when we talked five. about um, taxes and, and uh, parent geld and chi- child money and stuff. And he said we were a little off on the numbers, but he said g- generally what we were talking about was factual. Like the exact numbers that we gave on a few of them were off. But, yeah. but you know, like, again, if you want the exact numbers, Go to Wikipedia. I mean, we're, we're this give- is not the podcast for you. No, this is not. This is not for you. Like we're giving you the general knowledge that we know um, to introduce you to the subjects. If you yeah. want to dive further, you really got to um, open that Google machine and do it yourself. Open it up. We're yeah. all there. If you're listening to this, you probably have Google. Right. All right. Let's move on, Jeff. Um, yes. So you made this. You made this list. So Jeff did a whole. He did a bunch of research on lists because um, I'm more lazy than he is, and he has a whole list of these. Um, Stereotypes that he and or myths and or, or myths. Mis- misconceptions about Germany. Basically, the things that if you haven't lived in Germany or been here, uh, it's what you think about Germany based off of what you've seen in movies, or yeah. um, it, it's the things that people always joke about Germany. That Pretty much all, all of these I thought before I moved here. 
it, yeah, and and a lot of people still think you know who yeah. who haven't been here. So let's uh, so we're gonna go through the list and um, confirm or deny, I guess. Deny. And the first one we kind of touched on our last episode, and that is that uh, all Germans are wearing lederhosen and drindle, the traditional German dress that you see in so many movies. And Alex, um, is that true? It's it's really unfortunately not, and it makes me sad. Yeah. When I came, I really, you know, I didn't expect everyone to be wearing them, but I thought it was going to be a thing. But I, I, I can say when I was in Bavaria, down south in Munich, I did see like on the when I was driving through the farms, mm. I saw people wearing them, and I got really jacked up. Yeah. And I asked my buddy who was German. I was like, "So is he wearing that? Like, is there a festival nearby?" Or is like he's just wearing that because he's working? He's like, "That's his work clothes, man." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, when I lived in Munich, I noticed people. A lot of people every Sunday it was their Sunday dress. They they wore it to go out and get brunch. But and- they're so uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know. I, I I enjoy the lederhosen, man. I think I look pretty damn sharp in that well, stuff. Well, like, I don't know. I have to go pee a lot, and when you have to go pee in lederhosen, you have has so a many flap. Yeah, yeah. there's like four buttons you got on. Oh uh, yeah, it is true. Yeah, but it has that nice flap in the front, so you don't actually have to pull down the lederhosen. At yeah, all, yeah, you know? true. Well, we're living in 2020. Zippers exist. Yeah, okay, but you know, big fan traditional <laughs> of the zipper. Big yeah, fan of the too. zipper, dude. Own lots of stock in the zipper. Thanks, YKK. <laughs> also, not an advertisement. But yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, we live in the north in Berlin, so uh, you're you're almost never gonna see Lederhosen around Oktoberfest. You will like some Germans w- who are not Bavarian will buy it, and I own a Lederhosen, so uh, yeah, know. before Oktoberfest though, but not before Oktoberfest, not as your Sunday best. Yeah, yeah, you and know? just everyone. Yeah, this is. Not a traditional German dress. It is traditional Bavarian dress. Right. Bavaria is a state within Germany. Just like Oktoberfest is not a German tradition. It's more of a Bavarian tradition. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that is a no. That's, yeah, big no. Next. Mm. The next uh, myth is that trains are showing up on the dot exactly on time <laughs> all the time. Yeah. False. False. Big false. Um, Especially the past few years, Deutsche Bahn has uh, slipped, sorry to say. Yeah. I mean, I would say for public transportation, most of the time, it's it's most of the time it's on time. It's every five minutes. And if, if there's a delay, they'll tell you. But the regional, tra- the regional trains, I've had probably more bad experiences than good in ter- and just in terms of being on time and it can be 10 minutes late 15 but I, I've been yeah I mean there where it's been two hours three hours just not coming which is rare but I'd say yeah usually it's like five to ten minutes late or something like that but yeah within Berlin you 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 can pretty like if you go to an U-Bahn station or even a tram stop there's a digital uh, menu saying next tram in three minutes and I'd say 90% of the time yeah. it shows up exactly when it says it's going to and you can go on the the app for the public transport and it'll say this tram or the subway is leaving at 8.52 and you can, you know, go down, walk down, arrive at 8.51 and then 30 seconds later the train yeah, will true. arrive when it when it says. But again, that's, it's the majority of the time. But I know it's, it's correct enough that when the train doesn't show up, when the app tells me it was going to, it pisses me off because I'm yeah. so used to it showing up on time. <laughs> so at least Berlin public transport is pretty decent, I would say, but... Yeah, it, it slips at certain times. I, I'm gonna say, all right. I, I said uh, it's not a false. It's a what, what's in between false and true? It's a alternative fact. Right. It's half false. Half it's, false. It's, it's false some of the times. Um, yeah. But no. But yeah, it's it's not the thing where it's true. It's not the way that it's portrayed, at least in the states, that that uh, Germans are ext- the extremely punctual. Although, um, when it comes comes to the people, 
Um, Germans in general, like if they say a party's at 8.30 or they're showing up at 8.30, they are showing up. And if you're yeah. more than five minutes late, they will mention it. Like they are, they're pretty strict punctuality, but I would say, I would say Germans are, are, are pretty punctual. I, yeah. I think if it's a, if it's a party or like a big thing, then people always arrive faster and be late because oh, that's yeah. what people do. But if you're meeting for lunch, having breakfast, you say breakfast or brunch is at, you know, 12.30, they'll be there 12.30 for sure. Yeah. But if it's a big group thing, like you said, they're fine with the, like if it's just a one on one, they're probably going to show up on time. Yeah. But if it's a party, they know there's 20 people there. They're like, yeah, I can jump an hour late and it's fine because there's going to be other people there and they're not going to notice and yeah. no big deal. Like so, but, so again, it's true, but not as hardcore as it's portrayed. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say Germans are German as a people are very uh, they're very courteous of other people's times. That yeah, that is true. Yeah, and, and, nice. they, and they expect the same. Of their time, yeah, right? which which makes it hard for me because it's hard for me to get on time. My dad would be really good German because he's always on time for everything. For not five minutes early or late. Mm. Mm. Speaking of your dad, like he he's, he sent us a few comments about the podcast, right? Like yeah, one of these days did. we should uh, we should read some of those. Yeah, we'll have to read some of those. Uh, we just, he wants me to stop swearing. Uh, yeah, but you know, you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned that, but I don't feel like we're swearing that much, and and like we're not trying. This is just naturally how we are. Like, and yeah. I don't I don't want to muzzle ourselves. Sorry, or something. Dad. Love yeah, you. yeah, I know. But I, I will if I can. I'll try. <laughs> That's the best I can do for you, Dad. Is I'll try. Can't, Very respectful to my dad. Can't guarantee anything. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Next oh, stereotype. Go. Next, next stereotype is that uh, Germans are rude. They have no sense of humor. They are robots. Nah. True. No, just kidding. Ah. <laughs> it's a joke. Total joke. No, nah, I think that's uh, that's a hundred percent false. Yeah, and I, I think. Part of that comes from Germans compared to, like, say, people in the U.S. or the U.K. are very direct and straightforward. Yes. And that comes off as rude to somebody who is not used to it. And, uh, for example, um, Germans, like in the U.S., when you meet up with somebody, you go, hey, man, how's it going? How are you? It's not, you're not actually ha- asking how the person is. It's like They don't a, care how you are. It's a greeting. Yeah. In Germany... Especially if it's like a coworker or somebody you're not that close with, you say, "Hey, how are you?" They either won't answer, they'll look at you weird, or they'll say, "Do you really care how I am, or are you just asking?" You know, like yeah, or you get like an honest answer, like, "Oh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing all right." Right? Yeah, you know, but, I've, I've had a rough week, or you know, whatever. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, Germans are not like I think people sugarcoat things more in the U.S. where they don't yeah. they don't sugarcoat in Germany, and that comes off as rude if you're not used to it. Like, in, 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 if you are late to a meeting, you know. I think what what I actually I appreciate it would be like, why are you late? Right. That one nice. Yeah. Where in the states, I think people want to be really it's cordial, passive, passive aggressive, a like, bit more. They'll yeah. talk about you later, but not to you. That like it'll be like a few other people be like, oh man, you see, Alex was really late. Oh, but but ass. in Germany, in Germany, in front of everybody, they'll just be like, Alex, you're late. Yeah. As stated as a fact, you'd be like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Not so much I can do now. So they're not. They're definitely not rude. Um, no, I don't think so at all. In that sense, I mean, and people talk about like Berlin, people are rude, but I think that's how, like, how people in New York, it's like any big city, it's any big city, right? People don't care. They're it's every man for himself. Paris, kind of the same stereotype. I think you know, yeah. but like, Germans are fun. I mean, you come, to, I, I, you go to like these any bars or clubs or even on, on the um, in the parks. You know, you see people doing a lot of really fun things, hula hooping and uh, dancing a lot, playing music, right? A lot of techno, you know, like. People like to have a good time here. Oh, sure. I think sure. Germans are a lot of fun. A lot, like most of my friends are German, and they're all a great time. Yeah, and I think Germans definitely making friends 
it's hard because they take a long time to trust you. So, yeah. So they're not as warm in the beginning. It just takes them time. And especially if you get some of that like liquid courage in them, mm. then they're really f- like uh, down at Oktoberfest, you'll have Bavarians who uh, maybe would come off pretty rooted like a normal life. But you sit down next to them at the uh, Oktoberfest table and they're like, hey, man, how's it going? And they're like, they're they're just they're dancing with you. They're having a great time. Like the, the fact that the, or the the myth that they have no sense of humor is no. not true at all. Like, no, Germans are really funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's a definitely in time like a different sense of humor. I'd say, uh, mm-hmm. but they absolutely have a sense of humor. So like that that whole rude and no sense of humor is bullshit. Yeah, sure. a- absolute. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, Alex. Yeah. That's right. That's a, that's a yeah. that's that's false. Mm. All right. Next is um, and this is like a quick one. This is just because like there's this movie called Beer Fest. I recommend everybody, if you want the complete history and culture of Germany, no, 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 watch no. Beer Fest. Done by the same people who did Super Troopers, which is Accurate. one of the most amazing movies ever. Um, uh, but they give this myth that Germans drink beer only out of this glass boat, uh, boot. boot. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and Alex, is that true? Are we all drinking out of glass boots? I, on, again, disappointing. I wish we were, <laughs> but we're not. We drink, we drink beer out of beer out of glasses right that are shaped like glasses i mean cool beer steins right like uh but not they're not they're shaped like mugs normal yeah. glasses yeah. yeah and uh in that movie they call the glass boot das boot das boot but what does that actually mean in german it means the boat the boat yeah. right so they think it's the shoe or the boot but it's means boot in german boat. is das stiefel yeah exactly yeah it's das, right? yeah and anybody who knows of course the classic german movie das boot yeah, that's a pretty Which big an amazing movie. movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, amazing movie. Of course, it means the boat because it's about. The they're submarine. not. They're not talking about a giant glass boot that you drink out of. No, just. But I, I just want to bring that up, just so people. I don't hate I mean, to break any hearts about that movie. But am I? It is a thing though, somewhere, right? Or is it completely made up? I mean, you like I, I've seen it maybe once or twice in some random old German bars. You'll see one like you know above the bar yeah. collecting dust. Like it's. Nah, I've never seen it used. Maybe it was a I'm thing sure. back in the day. It, it's it's just if it is a thing, it's like one percent of the time somebody's using it. I mean, it's really rare. Again, really disappointing. I know. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I kind of want to drink a beer. Actually, we need to get a glass uh, boot and drink some beer out of it. Or yeah. just a normal boot. I don't know. If anyone is listening who lives maybe in Bavaria or like had grandparents in Germany, did they drink out of a out of a dust boot? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like maybe it's just like it just died over the years. I don't know. Like, I really no idea. Thing? I don't know. That's something else. Um, we'll have to Google. But no, it is not common. Not common. Not a so thing. So sorry. <clears throat> False. Moving on. Moving on. Next. Um, the next myth: uh, German construction is fantastic, efficient, uh, the best, well-built buildings you'll ever see. Alex. No. I'm okay. I mean, I'm not gonna, some of the time. I'm not going to generalize all of the uh, the construction companies and things and what's happening in Germany. But I mean, every German will tell you there's two major things in the country that are huge embarrassment, huge embarrassment to taxpayer dollars to yeah. the country itself. And one of them is the Berlin airport. Berlin has two airports already. Berlin mm. actually has like a bunch two, of airports. two small, outdated airports. Yeah, Berlin has a bunch of airports, but two right. that are actually running. Right, small. Not the nicest. Uh, and they've been building a new one, BER Airport. Right. It was supposed to open in... 2012. 2012. And, and so Jeff, just so everyone, is it open? Uh, no. Mm. 
Uh, and we're in 2020. So, um, and just so everybody knows how much of a fucking, sorry, debacle this was. Uh, in 2012, in Berlin, because I was here in 2012, there were huge signs everywhere from Deutsche Bahn talking about, yeah, the new airport's coming. Here's our new express routes to the airport. Everything was ready to go. And just about two or three weeks, weeks before this airport was supposed to open, okay? Everything was planned, ready to go. Two or three weeks, they announced, actually, this isn't going to open in two or three weeks and actually not going to open for the next six months at least. If not ever. Yeah, and then they found Whoops. out there was huge problems with like the fire suppression system, etc. And they've been, then they said, oh, it's going to open next year. And then that didn't open. It's going to open next year. Anyways, eight years later, and um, I believe they went from $2 billion to $8 billion. Yeah, yeah. The airport is still not open, but they are planning, uh, I think, October, November of this year to finally open. I would not hold my breath. And supposedly, it's because it's been delayed so many times, it's already uh, out of date. Yeah, this is totally true. About a year ago, they had to replace all of the LCD screens because they ran out their life cycle already. No. Because they they had le- they had been left on for eight years, and the life cycle of the thing was like was only seven or eight years. So they had to it cost five hundred thousand euro. They had to replace all of this, you know, the, the departure screens, everything, because they had been on for eight years, and they had to replace them. Uh, yeah, and I think. Um, well, why keep the screens yeah, on? Why I don't know the exact. Off? I don't know the exact number, but it costs like fifty thousand euro per month. Just to dust the whole place, flush the toilets, make sure everything keeps working. You know, it's like an empty place, but they have to keep it running. Right, yeah. And so it's costing money for an airport that has zero passengers. And it's already too small when Baton opens. But Right. And what's the other one, Alex? The uh, other one is the uh, Hamburg Philharmonic. Ooh, yes. Beautiful building. I was there a few years ago. Like, it's a really, really nice building. But mm. I guess that was also delayed. I don't know why it was delayed. Oh, yeah, it was delayed... Um, Seven years late, and I think it was like double the price mm, to yeah. make it than they originally thought. Yeah, it's a cool building. So almost a, almost an exact similar situation to the airport. Yeah, like delayed almost the same amount, over budget. The same, not quite as much, but yeah, yeah. Mm. And I know like a lot of buildings get delayed too, like apartments in Berlin at least. But that's just because you're trying to find bombs. So. That could be different. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like a lot of it is, um, there's a lot of red tape in Germany, and I think yeah. that slows down a lot of construction projects, you know? Um, but I'd say, like, in general, Germany is known for good construction, and, um, I mean, I hate to say, but I have to just go back to the Second, Second World War and all of these uh, thousands of uh, bunker systems, et cetera, that, that truly were built uh, yeah. built well. Uh, you know, and there's, there's actually a funny example, like... Um, in Berlin, they had three of these concrete flak towers, right? Which are basically above-ground bunkers, which on the top had uh, flak guns to shoot down American planes, right? Mm. And they were, you know, three meters thick of reinforced concrete, you know, three meters thick. That's so thick. So you're talking about 12 feet. That's really thick. Thick, right? And after after the war, the British went to wow. just destroy one of them in, um, I can't remember if uh, it was Hamburg or Berlin. They laced it with 25 tons of TNT explosives, right? Detonated, huge cloud of smoke. The smoke went away, and the thing was still standing. And uh, 
the uh, the um, uh, legend goes that all the Germans that were watching yelled "Macht im Deutschland, Macht," which means like "Made in Germany, Made in Germany." Like, like even though like they, they weren't like praising uh, you know um, uh, the the Hitler government or anything, but they were yeah. just, they were still proud of how strong their construction was. I know? mean, th- that's a stereotype right there. I know it's on the list. Is it? No, no, go for it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, made made in Germany. Germany makes quality products, and mm-hmm. that I think is hundred percent confirmed. I mean, look at the like four most popular cars in the world. You have BMW, Mercedes, Porsche, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Where do they all come from? Germany. Germany. I mean, and then what? What I notice too a lot in this country is you see a lot of products that I wouldn't necessarily think were made in the country. Mm. Like some of the baby bottles at the kids at work. Right. All made in Germany. You know, you pick up some glass, made in Germany. You pick up whatever, made in Germany. Everything's made in Germany. Yeah. And they're all really quality products. Yeah. And actually, so, funny you mentioned that because my mom, uh, who's been taking care of my uh, new niece, you know, my sister's uh, daughter, yeah. um, she texted me once and said, like, you know, I was kind of looking at a lot of these toys and a lot of them say made in Germany. And she's like, this is weird. Like, you know, she's buying it off the American Amazon. And I had, n- had no idea. Like, oh, why aren't these made in this day? Yeah. Oh, they're made in Germany. Okay, interesting. Yeah, they, they make some, the, Germany definitely makes some quality products. Right. Um, but yes, they have their debacles. So it's not, again, it's one of those things that's like half confirmed, half not confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next is, um, and uh, this is one of the, the myth of German efficiency that everything runs smoothly in germany everything is quick uh the uh, bureaucratic process goes smoothly and quickly uh, you don't have to wait for anything uh this is this is probably the the biggest the biggest falsehood mm. that, that honestly things things do not um things do not go quickly in this country for mm. anything and it's almost like they're scared of using computers for some things but like if i have to go to the I mean, you know, too, if you have to go to the uh, foreign, foreign Affairs Office, the mm. Immigration Office. It's called the um, Ausländerbehörde. Ausländerbehörde. It's where um, your dreams go to die. <laughs> it's, it's honestly, it's one of the worst, <laughs> worst places I've ever been to in my life. So true. I've been there for seven, eight hours just waiting to get a, to, waiting to get a number to wait for my number to get called. I waited once two hours to get my number. I believe it. And totally. three hours from when I get called. And then my number gets called. And I go in, I give my paperwork, of course, because you can't just email it, give my paperwork, and they'll either say, okay, cool, oh, oh, sorry, you're missing something. Come Come back back next time. Three months, yeah, because Um, it takes three months to get an appointment for the Auslander Behörde. Exactly. Right. Uh, Not even Auslander Behörde, also the... um, Bergeramt, Bergeramt, which is like the um, city hall. City hall to... Take care of stuff, yeah. I mean... uh, the thing is, and this I think is also a perfect example. Like at the Ausländer uh like whether or not you get a visa is dependent on the mood of the person that you're interviewing with. It has nothing to do with actually, like, like there should just be a list of requirements, and if you fill those requirements, you get a stamp and you're good, right? But every time I go, even if I fulfill the requirements exactly, they claim, oh, there's something I don't have, right? And I come back in three months, I go get that thing. I come back. It's a new person. I go to give them the new piece of paperwork that I took three months to get. I say, oh, no, you don't need that. And so it's it's based purely oh, off gosh. of who you like, – they're just making stuff up. And and so <laughs> that is not efficiency at all. Like it's – so it's – it's um, it's uh, yeah, that's a perfect example of the kind of stuff that you encounter dealing with, uh, I don't know, the government and that kind of bureaucracy. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I've also read that there's a to get a to also get a um, an appointment for the um, Bürgeramt. So for mm-hmm. the um, what's it called? City hall. For the city hall, it takes you know you have to book you know months and months in advance. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was a company that was going out and like buying. Um, in the German word, I mean, by appointment, buying, buying appointments, <laughs> buying appointments, and then people would go to that company and then buy the appointment from them. Oh, right, so they would get all the appointments, they were snatching up all the appointments, and people yeah. would go to them to get an appointment because it was it's like impossible. You have to wake it's like up a like, hot commodity, yeah. Because every time you move in Germany, you have to go to that new district you're moving to, go to that Bürgeramt, and then register there. And they say you have to do that within two weeks, two weeks yeah. of moving in. That's so, impossible. So, legally, you, yeah, you have two weeks to register your new address, okay. But like you said, it takes about a month or two to get an appointment. So right there, it already makes it impossible to do that. what's required of you. And you know what's a funny thing? If you don't register in those two weeks, nothing happens. No. It's this law requirement. But even if you do, say if you didn't register your appointment at all, nothing happens. So it's like this big deal. But I've never even heard of anything happening to somebody for nothing. I think it's harder for you to get your mail. Yeah, but even that, you can go... Like I had a person in my old Vegay who the entire two years she lived there, she never registered once so and nothing happened to her even though it's legally required so like why is it a requirement why are you making it two weeks when it takes two months just to get an appointment to do it it makes no sense jeff i hope you're not uh encouraging people to go against the law never you should still you should still always <laughs> do it as quickly as you can but no what i'm trying to do is tell people to calm down yeah if you if you can't get that appointment right away and you show up a few weeks late they're not gonna uh they're not gonna care um and another thing that i just as a a foreigner, and I think other people listening might like, is Alex, uh, how long have you lived in Germany? I lived here for about six and a half years. Okay. And do you have a German ID? No, no. Exactly. I have no ID here. Germans do not issue IDs to foreigners, no matter how long you've lived here. I lived here eight years, almost nine years, never not issued an ID. What you're given is a sticker in your passport. And of course, you're not going to carry your passport every day. But they expect you to. But they, they don't ask you. for ID. Yeah, I don't have an yeah, idea. Yeah, if I go to pick up a package at the post office, I have to pull out my passport. I have to remember to bring my passport, bring it all the way down there, whip it out, because they will not issue us a proper plastic ID card, even though we pay our taxes and yep. lived here for years. I actually got one once. Did you? I got my visa. My, I had a six-month visa for a little while, and I got it on a plastic card. Mm. And I went to go pick up a package, and I felt like super cool. Yeah, it's it's a rare thing, but I had a friend Those of mine ones, yeah. who was issued her visa as an actual ID card, and she went to pick up a package, and they said, this is not an official government ID. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so again, it makes no... So if, if you think Germany is all about efficiency, there are things about the German government that make zero sense, especially if you're an expat. What is efficient? Hmm? What is efficient? You mean official? Official German ID? Or? No, what is efficient in their... Oh, oh. Well, I can't think of anything. Oh, sorry. One last example. And this is going to blow your minds if you're from the States. I'm excited. If you move to a new apartment and you want internet at your new apartment, you have to wait two months. Because that's the earliest you can get an appointment oh, true. to get internet. Like, like, like if you're moving really one to two months before you move, you have to sign up for that internet because it literally takes, like they expect you to be without internet for two months in the, the year 2020. And they charge you a 70 euro activation fee, which is basically them clicking a button, activating your internet. You sound really bitter. Yeah. Cause I've had to go through it twice. <laughs> 
and it is a pain in the ass because I because once I had I really had to go six weeks without internet and that sounds like a first like a is it and it is a first world problem but again imagine everything that you need uh, six weeks yeah without the internet I had oh to go God. I had to go to the local mall every day just to use the free Wi Fi this was years ago you know when I was younger um, but you know even you want to check what's the weather like can't. I have no Wi-Fi. You know, Look outside, do, dude. Yeah, you, you no, but I mean, like, you want to send an email? Can't. No Wi-Fi. You know, I need to, do, to upload something for work. Can't. No Wi. Yeah. So for, I mean, and they, this is normal for them. They expected to go six weeks without internet. That's it's insanity. But again, you have to just be like somehow smart and two months in advance book the thing and hope there's. So the the, the moral of this whole story is with these things in Germany is book appointments way before you think you should book appointments Absolutely. and then before that as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That is the moral. Um, but yeah, so uh, long story short, uh, German efficiency. Uh, eh. Eh. Okay. False. False. Next. And um, this kind of goes with later hosen. There's the myth uh, that uh, comes to German music. People are just listening to oompa music, this like orchestral Oktoberfest music that you hear in German beer gardens or whatever. Like that? Is that true? Is that what all Germans are listening to, Alex? Uh, again, unfortunately. <laughs> or fortunately. Fortunately, maybe. I don't know. I kind of dig it. Uh, no, not true. Um, but what they do listen to, many Germans listen to, mostly the, I think the older generation, but still younger people like it too, is Schlager. Which is basically that kind of music on crack. Or is it like oompa music on crack? Like? It's like, uh, I, I think if I say this, I apologize to our European friends. If I say this, I think Americans know what I mean when I say Euro trash techno. Mm. And it's kind of like that with people singing. And what, What's like an American example? Can you think of one? No. It's like, it's it's like extremely bad German pop, Germany yeah. pop music kind of. I can't think of a, I mean, the, the only kind of like maybe mirror to that would be like really bad trashy country music in the u.s maybe but it's not it's more electronic i, don't know, I actually yeah. there's there's something there's some there's a little bit of shalaka that I, I don't mind yeah you know a bit of a helena again, fisher fan if, if you're at oktoberfest and you're like dancing and stuff yeah you get into it you yeah. know but it's like i don't want to listen to it on the on the radio you shout know? out to my girl frau fisher big fan uh that's the name of an artist or helena fisher Autumn loves Oh no, I didn't know her name. Sorry. It was like the official song for the 2014 World Cup. Oh, okay. Then I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. One. Nice. Love it because we all remember 2014 World Cup. Who won? Yep, Germany. Yep, 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 yep. Let's not that talk was, about 2018 though. That was fun. Moving yeah, on. that was not fun. Uh, that didn't happen. Okay. And um, another one is and this is actually a good one for people thinking about moving to Germany. Now, there's the, the myth of that living in Europe and Germany is expensive and hard to do. Alex? Um, again, I would say this is yes and no. Uh, hard to do. I think once you get your visa and everything else figured out, I would say it's much easier to do. Mm. And in terms of expensive, um, I don't think it's any more expensive. No, it's definitely cheaper. Like is it food? Then food, cheaper. And, food and drink is cheaper than the U.S. Food and drink is way cheaper. I think yeah. clothes are a little more expensive. Mm. Traveling is cheaper. Um, yeah, I, I think I think rent is usually cheaper. Housing markets usually a little bit cheaper than than like if I'm if I'm comparing Berlin to like uh, L.A. or New York or San Francisco or 
Miami or any of these, maybe even yeah, even Boston. Right, it's much cheaper and is a capital city. Oh, absolutely, the biggest country in Europe. Yeah, biggest right? was France bigger in terms of population or I don't know size. How many people are in, in Paris? I have no idea. Whatever, one of the big <laughs> one of the biggest countries in Europe. Uh, so I would say it's more or less cheaper to live, especially when you consider all the things we talked about in episode. four five Mm -hmm. of the taxes and things like we don't have to worry about if you have children saving up for you know university i have to worry about my health care so all the money that i get you know from my um uh, my monthly pay from work i pay for my rent cell phone bill whatever and the rest of it like it's it's mine i get to sure save it whatever i need to do um so i i think that's that's more of a false myth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, I brought that one up just because, uh, the fir- especially the first few years I lived here, I had so many friends uh, back in the states who would always tell me, "Man, how do you, how do you afford living in Germany? I mean, that's crazy." You know, like looking at living in Europe as this kind of like unattainable, expensive yeah. thing. And I always look back at them and I said, "Actually, you know, your lifestyle is more expensive than mine. You live in California." You spend a lot more money than I do. Like it's cheaper for me to live in Berlin. You know yeah. what I mean? Food's cheaper. Um, rents are cheaper. I also uh, Berlin is the kind of city where you don't have to own a car. So no, True, car, no car, no gas, no insurance, no oil changes. Uh, but at, at the same time, you know, uh, Munich is very expensive. I think Frankfurt's yeah. pretty expensive. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely more expensive areas, but that's everywhere in the world. I would say. Right. right. But, but I think as a generalization, I would not say it's any more or less expensive. Exactly. I think it depends where you're living and. Uh, and how far you can make you know your money go anywhere you are, but at least in my experience in, in this specific city of Berlin, yeah, I would say it's not very expensive, especially for a capital city. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's not that hard to do. Uh, if any worst case scenario, you'll be spending the same amount of money that you would be back wherever you're from, uh, depending yeah. if you're from the states, you know, you're more more or less. Uh, uh, so it, it's something that if you're thinking about doing, uh, go ahead and give it a try because you know uh, life is uh, life is short. Do it. All right. Well, that's uh, that might be a good place to wrap it up. I think. Yeah, I think so. And uh, let's um, let's uh, take a little. You know, it's times like these where I really regret getting these. Well, I didn't get this one. I found this on my shelf of drinking these these small bottles. I want a lot more of this right now, and we can't have it, and it's too small. Yeah, we only have a few drops left. But uh, remind everybody, what are we drinking again? We are drinking the Monkey Shoulder. Ooh, Scotch. Excellent. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's it, it, I enjoy excellent it. is the word. Yeah. It was quite good. Um, nothing offending me at all. It was quite tasty. Uh, you know, like it was, didn't have a super strong flavor, but I kind of like that because, again, if it was really strong scotchy, it probably would be too much for me. Yeah. Uh, but overall, this monkey shoulder is doing the job. Now, are we going to do um, thumbs or are we doing stars or numbers? Um, let's go back to the numbers for this one. Numbers, okay. Uh, monkey shoulder, what, have, what out of 10 for you? I'm trying to think. So I gave the other whiskey an eight out of ten we had on episode four. I think it was. Which whiskey was that? I can't remember. Was it also scotch? It was the. the I think it was the Irish scotch. Might have been Ladaich, or was it the one of the C? Actually, I have a list of all of our, um, but I don't have it readily available. I think it would have been yeah. All right, sorry for that delay. Okay, we've got the we've got the list episode list. list out just to remind Alex what we were drinking. Um, yeah, it was the Ladike. 
the Deich, the, uh, the, the one Ledeich, we cannot 10 years pronounce. scotch, which we thought was great. Yeah. Th- so I give that one an eight. That was episode five. But I don't think this was better than that one. No. Because so I have to give it a seven, which kind of sucks. No, but it was funny. Like, even before you brought all that up, I was thinking that it's a seven. Really? No, but at seven, that's that's a that's a that's a quality that's good, good drink. Okay, yeah, it, no, it's it's not amazing, but like you drink it and you go, wow, yeah, that's great, and that's true, yeah. Plus, the label's pretty cool. Yeah, can, and I, can I say that real quick? It's the first Scotch we can actually pronounce. So, yeah, much the shoulder. Let's do three three thumbs up for a Scotch we can pronounce. Yeah, but the last one we gave three thumbs up. You, you, can't, you can't do numbers and thumbs. That, that's just the name. Okay. Oh, for yeah. the name, yeah. three thumbs up. Okay. Cool. Then, yeah, monkey shoulder. I recommend it. It's delicious. Um, Go buy yourself a uh, a bottle. A bottle. A bigger one, though, because you want some more of it because it's too small. Right. Five centiliters. Oh, by the way, before I forget, uh, please follow us on Instagram yeah. at americans.in.germany.drinking. Right. And please, uh, yeah, you know, if you can, join our Facebook page. It is um, facebook.com forward slash agdw.podcast that's facebook.com forward slash agdw.podcast give us a like give us a follow and um yeah through whatever service you're listening to uh throw us some uh some stars on your rating it'll help us keep going and uh push us up on that list and we get more listeners and we can give you some uh great content in the future yeah cool all right guys we'll see you we'll see you soon yeah next next week we or next week we'll be recording episode eight. Yeah. But, or. Uh, next episode is eight because it's seven no, now. <laughs> we're, we're getting ourselves confused. See, see, we, we record our episode one week in advance. Uh, so uh, I think that's where we're getting tripped up. But anyway, <laughs> next one is, this is seven. Moving on to eight. Numbers Enjoy. are hard. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Good Num- Numbers are so hard.